Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on the level of geek. A truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. All right, let's get started. Normally, I would say welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth, but this is a special episode. This is a, our episode ain't ready, so we just gonna do whatever we want to episode. Big facts. <laughs> so, welcome to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. And In some form of fashion. Some form of fashion. Um, is it form or fashion or form of fashion? I would ask, uh, oh girl, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's a good question. That's, that's a good, good question. So, what's going on? You all may wonder. Well, we have an episode that's going to be released on March the second, and today's March the first, and it's not ready. And you know what? We ain't sad about it. No. It happens, as we all know. So we decided that we are going to do an episode tonight uh, and have it ready in less than 12 hours for you all. So it's not going to, ha- we're not editing it. It's going to have an intro, <laughs> this mess, and an outro. <laughs> that is it. Easy. That is it. So let's see. One of the things I've been doing with my team is asking questions of the day. Okay. Um. So... I guess I'll ask you a question of the week. All right. This week's was, if you could trade life with one person for one day, who would it be? Mm. And then why? Oh, and and that's scotch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see. That's that's an interesting question. All right. Um, And again, this is the beauty of this is I'm being put on the spot. So I'm really rolling through my mind of people Uh, for one day, one day. Hmm. For one day. Does the person have to be living? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. I will allow for the deceased. All right. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. So I was like, that's going to kind of help me. Because I, I couldn't really think of anyone who was alive and like immediately that I was thinking of. Um, If I could be one person for a day. Um, I would probably say I would be really enough Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Whoa, do tell. But so here's what the day I would want to be him. Funny enough, it's when he was still called Lou Alcindor. So, (laughs) excuse me. It's all good. Sorry that McAllen just hit that throat. I was trying to hold it in. Yeah, so for those who uh, don't know, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he was born Lou Alcindor. Um, While he was playing at UCLA, um, he went through this process of becoming a Muslim and uh, changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I just think, off the top of my head, I didn't want to think of someone who had done... um, it was easy to kind of think of somebody who had a bunch of money or all these other things. Those are easy. But I kind of just wanted to know what that experience was like in going through that transformation. Like what was on his mind that day he made that, that change? Like 
what went into it because for a lot of us it's as simple as just being like okay well he 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 decided or he was at a place in his uh path and his religion and he changed his name and it's that and that's what we've known him as is his basketball great but i want to know what he was going through as a person to come to that conclusion and to make that decision and it's just interesting to me and i feel like it's out there rather than just picking you know somebody with a bunch of money who can destroy a bridge and so they can take their mega yacht somewhere uh the guy uh, yeah there you go so when i asked this question the first time Uh i'm gonna tell you who really popped in my head beyonce Mm. i had beyonce for a day that was what what, that's not what i told my team oh okay what'd you tell your team robert greenleaf and john maxwell Okay, you went with the say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went yeah. with you know people who are titans of industry and leadership. Mm. Let's just go with that. So you just were doing something that you were going to do anyway. You just were going to go ahead and just test it out now to see how you drove it. I don't know. Okay, but initially, what came to my brain was Beyonce. But here's why: <clears throat> it's not for the money. Mm. Although the money would be very wonderful, really wonderful, right? I just want to know what happened in the elevator. That's it. That is all. I want to understand the context of the elevator. You just made a whole bunch of people go, right. I I already know. That that is it. Like, of course, now her money is nice. Her body is nice and whatever. Jay-Z's a billionaire because that uh, billions make you nice. I don't care who you are. Go ahead. Give a zero person. Someone with zero dollars, a billion dollars. Somebody's winking. So great. Hey, he says that in the song. He says, you can't be worth as much money and be ugly. I'm cute. He literally says that in the lyric. I'm going to have to agree. And trust me, the cuter. Listen, we we all got this. I do not think that he's a, he is my type. Uh And I'm not sure we should talk about my type on this show. But you have. I can go in depth. And probably is inappropriate, <laughs> but <clears throat> not saying that he's my type. Right, right, just, right. That's not my cup of tea, which is cool. Right. But I want to know what happened in that elevator. Mm, like, like what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want to, because I felt like she was standing there like, get him, sis. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to, I'm nosy. I'm a nosy person. I also consider it's going back in the time, back in the time, uh, back in time as well. Okay. Uh, it's real ignorant. I'm scared. It is not. It's the reason why. Okay. 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 So it's okay. Sojourner Truth. Okay. Or Harriet Tubman. Okay. One of them. Okay. Okay. I just want to know what their hair care routine was. Okay. Elaborate. Okay. So a lot of us identify ourselves with our hair. Okay. Yeah. I've had a whole. Con- I got go on a serious two hour talk about how much my hair has played a role in my self-esteem and how I did a thing, whatever. And it's not so much that I really care about if they use, you know, combs and picks or whatever. It's really, I want to understand if that even, if, if beauty and the way you looked and felt even mattered back mm. then. So like I, and I know, uh, so I guess I guess those misleading in that. Right. It, it's not so much that, girl, what you doing? Like, can you get them fine berries? Let me show me show me how to corn roll. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you, right, right. Did you corn roll a map in your head? Hurry up! Like I'm just trying to figure out. Yo, yo, Look at your, your teaching gifts. people. But 
think about the amount of strength they had to have. And for those who aren't familiar, uh, Harriet Tubman uh, was born a slave and uh, freed other slaves on the Underground Railroad by getting them from the South to the North. Um, a lot of abolitionists and, you know, mm-hmm. help, you know, spirit that through and to get them onto the other side of Kentucky, uh, up north to the Cincinnati area. Mm-hmm. There's a museum up there. I, I really would suggest everyone go check it out. If you haven't seen, I think it's the African American Heritage Museum in Cincinnati, Ohio, go check it out. It, you can learn a lot. It was pretty good. Go in comfortable shoes. I wouldn't wedges. Not a good idea. Stop mm. trying to be cute all the time, girl. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got stories for days. Anyway, so I think about some of the conversations I've heard over here. I listen to about being woke and Mm. being woke. And that terminology really just means what I think people mean by that terminology or the definition I choose to use Mm. for being woke in this conversation for right now Mm -hmm. is being aware of the difficulties that African-Americans are facing in the United States, period. Mm. And and there's so many difficulties and there's so many things you could be focused on um, police reform or you could be focused on just equality across financial state places, you know, with banks. Um, so there are so many opportunities and levels to be woke. Um, but I feel like sometimes we're pigeonholed. Like, so, you know, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. For those that aren't aware, in 2020, we had a riot and we had a lot of issues um, because Brianna Turner was murdered in her sleep at her home. Um, by a police officer call it what you want say it how you want if I offend it it's offended but that's unfortunately what has happened based on the justice system it's Taylor what I say Tyler okay I'm gonna go back and fix that fuck yeah when you said I was like oh shoot it's a, it's a yeah so I have to fix that <laughs> okay <laughs> so I'm located in Louisville Kentucky and um the summer of 2022, we all experienced rioting and uh, a lot of unrest. And it, it wasn't 2022? That's 2020. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you just, you just had a foreshadow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> Okay, although it sounds like a joke about their hair care routine, it's really what was important. You know, did they forsake, because my hope, let me gotta go back because I, I need to get to my whole point because this is going to be really weird. What my point was, or what I think my point was, so sad, <clears throat> was today I feel that, quote unquote, I may not be woke enough Mm. And I say that even like, I don't know if I even agree with that. Sometimes I do feel that way. I feel that way because I have so many other priorities. And one of those priorities is me. And while these women of history were able to really make a mark on their community and helping others that have lived forever, 
I'm so concerned about me that I feel like I wonder what their priorities were. Mm. You know, hair care is a big deal and it's a weird kind of please go with me in this odd tapestry. You know, as a kid, hair was important to pretty much any black woman listening at some point in their in their life, hair was a a pivotal piece of who they were. Mm-hmm. If it was nappy, if it was too short, if it was too curly, if it was too straight, you know, if you need a perm or you there's so many things and emotions behind our hair. And then we grew up in a society where if you had long blonde hair that swung, you're considered beautiful. But the hair that grows out of my head may be coarse and coiled, and it doesn't make me feel beautiful. And so you have two women who were in amongst outlandish racism and bigotry Hmm. and hate. And, you know, what did you do for yourself to make yourself feel beautiful? Or did that even matter? Right. Were things so difficult that that doesn't even matter? And then if I come back to 2022 where we are today and the plight of my people, um, the incarcerations, the uh, lack of education, the failed educational systems, all of these things, am I so concerned about me that I'm, I am failing to pick up a mantle that others behind, before me did. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know. Yeah. And, and But at the same time, I don't believe there's anything wrong with wanting to have my hair coiffed. Did I say that right? Coiffed. Coiffed. Yeah, coiffed. Coiffed a certain way or getting my nails done. or Those are things that I have decided to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I live in a society where that's capable and possible. Yeah. Where that um, may not have even been their opportunity. Exactly. Clearly. So, like, I, I, I take advantage of all these things. And I just sometimes I wonder, what am I doing to give back? Yes, I volunteer. Yes, I I mentor. I coach. Um, real talk, if you need a thing and I can help with a thing, I'm going to help with a thing. I'm going to tell you where to go, how to get it. So I I know that if you're within my sphere, excuse me, sphere, sphere of influence, there may be times that I've been able to kind of feed and pour. Okay, and now I'm talking myself out of this because I do think also that if you're able to help one person, you're helping a whole world because one per- something is their whole world. So maybe there is value. Maybe there's space for both. And maybe there's yeah. somebody who doesn't have on deodorant right now, armpit smell like heck, and like <laughs> there is not space for no both. <laughs> Throw up arms. Attica. Attica. Like somebody could be saying all that. And I know that was real terrible. Yeah, especially for those who called it. Yeah. But, so. yeah, yeah. But, uh, real random. So, yeah. No, Beyonce, because I, I want to know what's going on. Suzerna Truth and him, Nat Turner. Like, ah, you're like, oh, what's. That's conference. Let's let's not talk about that. Yeah. But I'm just saying those those would be interesting lives to kind of dive into. I, I think that's interesting. I mean, I think I think it's fair for you to have that duality about it because I mean, like you said, part of the thing in growing up 
in this society, even in, if you compare just the, me and you've talked about our childhoods, if you compare what where we were as children versus where we are today, there are certain, not even just certain, there's absolutely things that we do today that you could never go back and tell the younger version of us, like, oh no, that's a real thing. Don't worry, you're going to do that. Absolutely, that's yours. And we'd be like, first of all, we had a panic because just can't no nigga just walk in. There'd been some other stuff. Did I just say that? Mm-hmm. Can we do that? I've had to beep us twice. Oh, okay. Well, it happened. So if you got to beep it, you know, it is what it is. But <clears throat> this is supposed to be edit free. Oh, uh, well, I guess not. <laughs> I guess it is what it is. My bad. Uh, it may, may not be edit free. <laughs> I, I don't got a name wrong. And I'm all over it. Like, really, I really realized what I just said was probably incoherent. Well, see, I, then was, I don't know because I felt like I gathered a lot okay, of it. Okay. Yeah, I gathered a lot but of like, it. Like I was all over the place, but well, well no, because I, I think I think you made sense overall because I get I get you. I think there's this this that's what I said. I think there's a duality that we that we experience in this life is we do live in a time frame where people are more aware of self care. Whether they do it properly or not is a whole nother conversation. But I think people are more aware of self care. And at the same time, people aren't ashamed of giving themselves things. I think sometimes to the detriment of us as a society as a whole, you know, you can go into those only and all these different things if you want to, you know. But I think at the same time, there is an argument to say, well, am I doing enough? And that to me shows that you care. So I, I think that's a plus. If you just looked at it and convinced yourself, well, I do enough and it doesn't matter and I could stop today, that's... And and even even me saying that's kind of like well that's judgy but it's like I I feel like and I and I'm aware of that I, so I say to myself I go well if I'm helping someone and then I don't help someone else am I wrong because my wife used to get on me all the time I would see somebody who was somebody would ask me for something and I would just do it I would just do it and I would just do it but there's a difference between giving to someone and trying to make a difference and just giving to someone. And they're just taking from you and just constantly taking from you. And it doesn't mean that they need to give you anything back. It doesn't have to be reciprocal. It just, if it's for, if it's all for not, then what is the point? I I think what I hear you saying is it is a one-sided relationship where it's just take and that there's a difference in help and then being taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I mean, if, if a person, if you give someone like, um, let's say you, meet a kid and by kid I mean someone who's about to head to college just so no one's doing this weird thing where it's like you're an adult meeting some 10 year old but you're meeting a a kid 17 18 year old kid who's ready to go to college and they have no one they have no adult they have no one there to support them they I mean obviously they have the people in school but there's they don't have someone to really help them and you give them information and you give them uh, the the websites for their scholarships and everything you put them on that track you did not have to physically spend a dime to do this but by you giving them the time and putting in the effort that same kid could become a graduate have their own situation and pass that on to somebody that is a beautiful thing and that does not mean that you can't go and get your nails done have your McAllen and just enjoy yourself because it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do this one way more than this one because, you know, God forbid you enjoy yourself. Now, of course, if you're tearing down bridges, and yes, I'm talking about Jeff Bezos again, and I don't care. If you're, telling, if you're tearing down bridges for $574 million or whatever the number is, just because you like, ah, I got this big yacht. All right, bro. I mean, that's a little different. That's a little different. I, um, 
this is gonna be a whole rant. People are gonna turn off soon. Like, listen, I'm done with y'all food. <laughs> Here's the thing. I misspoke about a month or so ago. Okay. Not even a month. It was two months, weeks ago. Mm. When I met my best friend. And I, I corrected myself in our conversation, saying something about I ain't gonna be a billionaire. I was like, whoa, whoa let me take it back. Yes, I am. This sounds real weird and real crazy. Mm-hmm. I know I'll have that wealth one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that. I think I know how it will get there. Okay. But I really do understand. I really do. It could be some McAllen talking, but whatever. But what I can't understand is the obstinate in the mm. but I can't understand it because I'm not there not there yeah I can't understand that I, I I can't understand having so much money anyone would do anything you ask them to do we mm. just joked about Jay-Z but right now if Jay-Z said I want everybody here to come bleep my bleep and we don't even know what the bleep stand for wash my car right rub my feet how many people would be like, I'll do it for free? Yeah, just to say they did it for him. Not even getting any money out of it. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole thing about Jay-Z where people were like, get a bunch of money from Jay-Z or sit and have a conversation with Jay-Z. Like, whether people like it or not, his position came from him having a lyrical talent initially. So a lot of these people were like, well, I'd sit down and have a conversation with Jay-Z. And I thought that was so interesting because I was like, well, I get it. I get that you're looking at it from that point of view, but you also got to remember this is a guy who... You're, people who people are saying that... I'm, I interrupted you intentionally. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. By all people who are saying that are already well off. Well, it was a lot of poor people who kept saying it. Nah, they lying. That's, that's why you I was lying. confused. You lying. That's lying. why I was like, it's so you're disingenuous. Now, person who's rich, I get it. Right. I, I get it. Rich, like, I don't know. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I'm trying to diversify. Teach me. But Give me some information. If you waiting on your tax return to pay off your furniture, pay off that living room suit, <laughs> you might take the money over the conversation. Might my ass. Let, Let me, me be clear. I'm taking the money over all the conversation. Unless, unless it's with Harriet Tubman. We reanimate Harriet Tubman and I can have a conversation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the conversation. Did you say reanimate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a whole, like you know, future guy situation. You know. Okay. I'm, okay. We don't. I want you. We don't listen. When you, I'm a billionaire, I, you don't know what I can do. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Run me, run me that sojourner now. <laughs> <laughs> run me that sojourner right there. Listen, if if anybody shows up making some like hologram them with Megan, the, I'm I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Uh, I think it's a matter of time. For real, like I, I think it's a matter of time before this is about. We do we go that bleak. far? We were, here's real bleak. Here's real bleak, y'all. Here's real. Bleak. Oh, buddy. Y'all, I've been drinking this McAllen. I just want y'all to know I probably shouldn't have been sipping this McAllen. So I am sipping, sipping. Please let them know what McAllen is. Oh, I'm sorry. McAllen is Scotch. So I got maybe two fingers of Scotch on ice, so it's melting. <laughs> Um. Yes, I went back to the office today for the first time. Like, really, just wasn't a real reason. wasn't a meeting just to go work. Took my soul out. Mm. Like, yo, I'm so exhausted. Like, I had a dress. 
I had to do all my normal routine and get in the car and drive. Like <laughs> I couldn't find a podcast I wanted to listen to. Like it was a whole, it was a whole thing. It's reorganizing my life to podcasts because I could listen to podcasts like around the clock. Yeah. In the background, here I hear something, rewind it, keep it going. At work, I gotta actually like people keep coming up to me. Listen, I kid you not. We not even back yet officially. I'm a director, so I'm going back because you know appearances. Three people. So there was one guy. I saw him, and then I saw another woman. And there was another person walking around, but I didn't even interact with that person at all. But both of them talked to me. <laughs> Why are y'all talking to me? <laughs> y'all not giving me six feet. Mm. But I mean, you're talking to me because I mean that's the right thing to do. We it this is what this is about. I just didn't have to worry about it. All I did was yell at my dogs. Now I got on pants, making sure my teeth are clean. Like really, <laughs> I was uncomfortable. I had on pants all day today. <laughs> that sounds like your youngest. I wear nice tops all the time because you know. But the pants, I'm really upset about. It. So that's where your youngest gets that from. I'm just, I'm just observing. What's that? Because, you know, he had the issue with uh, the, the dress pants for school. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, y'all had to do a whole lot of, you know. Yeah, you know, act- he still doesn't wear um, polo shirts. He literally, I don't know what he's going to do next year. So, you know, we bought him all polo shirts. You know, he has 10. Some of them are brand new. Mm. And uh, my hu- Anthony, my husband, because we say his name on the yeah, show. Yeah, we say that name. Sure. Um, has a friend whose children went to the same school that my youngest is going to. Okay. And gave him tons of spirit wear. So my child literally has a t-shirt. And they get to wear their spirit wear all the time. They're oh, not a designated okay. So day. they can't wait for it. Okay. They don't have to wait. They can wear <laughs> yeah. it every day. Mine have to go only Fridays. So every day he has on a different shirt. He has a different sweatshirt every day he was like i don't want to wear in the beginning or something he couldn't wear because they were way too big we just wouldn't let him so he had to in the beginning but as soon as like you know we kind of turned over the duties of getting your clothes ready to them i ain't seen one of them shirts since (laughs) i ain't seen one since i believe it so yeah and today he's not supposed to wear mismatched socks um really they have to wear solid color socks. There's only five colors. Okay, so yeah, like like uh, yeah. my children as well, yeah. First, he started wearing socks that were white at the top, but not at the bottom. Mm. Then he just started wearing socks that were all colorful and different. Now he wears mismatched socks. Totally different. And I ain't saying nothing about it. He's pushing the system. Hey, I ain't mad. I, I, uh, I'm a weird mother. Today... I gave my youngest a mental health day. He didn't want to go to school. We talked about it yesterday, me and him. And then this morning we talked about it when he was getting dressed and, or getting up. And, you know, my first, you know, thing is, am I messing with you? Are the teachers not? Cause you know, I will. Yeah. Yeah. I really will. Uh, let me explain something. Y'all. I will not play by my kids. I will take them out of school and put them in a private school so fast. In a blink, I just want them to be able to experience different things and different socioeconomic levels, and and I, and you know we could be on that social a lower socioeconomic level. Let me lose my job or get hit in the head, but uh, just so they can relate to other people, because right. 
elitism is a thing. And so he didn't go to school today. I, uh, we talked about it. No one's bothering him. There's nothing like that. He just, just today, he really didn't want to go today. He's, let me tell you what the sweet baby said. So my sweet baby's a kindergartner. He used to go to uh, the uh, preschool around the corner, which is a big yeah. Catholic church. He said, I want to go back there. And I was like, oh, you are. You're, you're going in the summer. They're going for the summer. We already got you all signed up. We're good. He was like, no, I want to go tomorrow. I mm. said, sweetie, that's not how that works. Now, in my head, because I think so fast, I'm like, do we need to get him transferred over to the school? Because, again, I yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, and so he was saying, I was like, well, why do you want to go? Real talk. He was like, well, I don't get to take naps now. I got to walk a long way to the lunchroom. And I don't have to do that at that place. <laughs> I thought to myself, like, all for a five-year-old, that makes total sense. Yeah. And I was like, sweetie, even if you go there, you don't get to take naps anymore because you're a big kid. And big kids don't get to take naps. He looked disappointed. Yeah. But still, the lunch was a good thing. But I like, they're not going to bring the lunch to your room either, sweetie. That's not... <laughs> I want that concierge service. He right. wants that Bezos service. Yeah. Uh, you got to remember, these are the same kids. And I understand. These are the same kids who I remember we were talking about taking the um, a trip and we were at the hotel and they were talking about a microwave being in the room. So, hey. Yeah. I understand. These these kids. But yeah, I let him take a... a first, I I told I convinced him to go to school. Mm-hmm. So let's let's be out to the whole thing. I convinced him to go to school. Like I I don't do all the yelling and stuff. I ain't got time. What's the point? Right. And he can't hear you anyway. So yeah. we talked through it and you know, I was like, you know, he's like, it's just so much work. I was like, well, you know, the work's gonna be there tomorrow. So the work's still gonna be there. And so we we talked through it and he made the logical decision to go to school. So he's up brushing his teeth or whatever. And I thought about it. And I was like, how many times have I been like, I just don't want to go to work today. Not every day. I don't want to quit. Well, I do. I don't want to quit. But today, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. And I thought, why is it? Because what I can hear somebody like, you ain't got nothing to be tired about. You ain't got nothing. Why is it that my space and time to just relax is important, but his can't be? Right. So I was like, let me convince Anthony. I was <laughs> I talked to him, you know, Anthony's not for it. Like, F that, get to school. Like, he's not not for this at all. Um, and not only that, uh it, we were doing a switcheroo. So we got all kinds of he's staying home today. I mean, just all it's just Yeah. If he stayed, he'd stay all day with uh my youngest. It it'd be them too, and mm. not me, him. But uh, my husband agreed. Um, I think he just loves me, and I get to t- I get to tell him my youngest tomorrow, that uh, he can stay home. Mm. Jump you- for joy! Yo, he was naked from the <gasps> waist down. <laughs> he put his hand over his stuff, ran in, and was like, "I gotta get some pants," and ran out. Uh, it was a thing. It was weird. But that's just what happens when you dress upstairs. Yeah. But um yeah, I let him stay and we we had an agreement on what he had to do. He had to put his laundry away. 
make sure his room is clean and I, I want to say boxes, but I could be off. But like okay. they, there were three things you had to do. You just couldn't just sit here all day and do nothing. Um, and you can eat snacks all day. And so he agreed and they had a great day and he got to relax and I asked him how it was. It was great. And I thought like, how great is it that when he is older and he has those days where he feels like, I just, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it today. Yeah. And he doesn't. We all feel like there's spaces where we can't do that. Like you can't, if you got to make a commitment, make a, you know what? You can change your mind. Yeah. You, and you can change your mind and, and not do anything. You just want to stay on the couch and do nothing. So he did all his little things he's supposed to do and just chilled out to the point where dad had to go get uh, a package from uh, pick up an order. And he told uh, my youngest, okay, um, gotta get dressed because gotta go get this thing. And my youngest said, can I just sit in the car while you go get it? Y'all don't know how crazy that is for my youngest. My youngest ain't letting nobody out of his sight. You know, he, he ain't never going with a stranger ever. Ever. He, he might not even go with you if you are. He know you. So yeah, like, I was going to say, he barely goes with people he knows. But for him to say, yeah, I'm going I'm to sit in the car while you go do your errand. It, it's just one of those things where he just really needed to yeah. relax. He was like, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to put in any over effort. Like, yeah. I just, I know five-year-olds, but you, I, I don't know what it's like for that five-year-old. The access and things that he has at five, I didn't. Different life. Yeah. Even Roblox and all these games they can do online. I ain't have that. If you weren't within my neighborhood, I ain't see you. At all. And even then, you had to be close enough. Or, uh, you had to come around the corner. <laughs> right. Or, you know, or my class. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of, I don't know what he's experiencing. But you know what? Like, they get to experience it. Sometimes you need a day off. Take a day off. Yeah. So yes, I let my kindergartner have a day off today. I my he had a mental health day. He chilled around and we talked about it, like you're going to school. Oh, he's fine about going tomorrow. He just wanted today. Yeah, he just needed that time. So I'm a weird parent and I I endorse reading my child and understanding their needs and not caring what anyone else thinks that I gave my five year old a mental health day. I think that's great. I think that's great because, you know, we've talked about like the great resignation and all these different things that are going on. And I think a lot of what's happening now is a lot of people reaching their limits. Like uh, for the company I work for, there are people who have worked there um, for 15, 20 plus years who just left up and left in the past month. Just you go on IM to check and talk to somebody. My last day with this company was this completely in shock like wow i didn't i would have never expected but people are tired think about how many people take vacation days to do stuff and i don't mean to go on vacation i mean Mm. to do things so we live specifically here like when we talk about things i know a lot of times people talk about um americans views are very myopic and i'm stealing that more from you because they don't usually say the word myopic they just say small but um, it's very myopic and we think of just ourselves. But one thing we don't do that with is our vacation time. 
is we don't really even we sh- or we shouldn't do rather is because you look across the world we are one of the and when people use this word we are one of the only developed countries to have such a small amount of time for a person to take care of themselves overall in almost all of our companies there are there are countries who require that people to take five and six weeks off they require them to and it's not that they don't pay them they pay them they have um uh, instead of just uh, maternity leave they have paternity leave they have all these different things but in this country somehow some way whether it's through the industrial age and everything else and uh was it Ford? i can't remember who it was i'm probably wrong with the president we had a president who like had kind of designated and figured out the 40-hour work week and also the detail like there was a it was henry ford there we go the um creator of ford trucks there you go and so the eight the eight the eight rule yeah um i i know what you're saying yeah and my vision see reason why i think i'm gonna be a billionaire so here hear me out you've, you've heard this before because yeah. this is for anyone who's still here <laughs> still listening here is my vision for my production company so for those that don't know i am i have started a production company um yeah it is titled adino neek a-d-i-e-n-o-n-e-n-e yeah, uh, I gotta fix that. Hold on, I could not spell it because N E E U Q. Does that pen have a light on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Sorry, I, I, I was not productive for that. Okay. For those of you all that don't know, um, I am starting a production company for podcasts and my podcast production company's name is Adino Neek, A-D-I-E-N-O-N-E-E-U-Q. But you can uh, find my website at www.adino.com. So that's A-D-I-E-N-O. And uh, what I want to be able to do is create a different way to work. You know, between my doctoral research, my experience, I feel like companies don't really treat our associates like assets. Europe has a 32-hour work week. What I will do, what I am going to create is an organization that really has podcast shows and productions that cater to um, uh, our marginalized folks. Mm. And what I want is to create a company where it is a part of 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 your your life, not your whole life, mm. where you're compensated fairly, where your benefits are taken care of, where if you have a, a death in your immediate family, we cover the funeral expenses, where if you have a sick day, go, go. We don't have sick days. If you're not well, don't come to work. Uh, where we help with child care, take care of child care. You know, where we create and give you everything you need to be successful. Mm. That is what I want. I want a place where people can grow and develop, where people get an opportunity. If they want to do more, they can. If they good, like, yo, I'm good, leave me be. Let them be good. I want to create a place where it feels like you can be yourself, whatever yourself is. Mm. You know, um, I I feel like if we gave our associates 
life, they would give us more. And I think that is how I'm going to start a billion dollar company. I really believe that. I know that the numbers are there for podcast industry as a whole. It's in the billions and it's only going up. Mm -hmm. um, the demographic of, so you people listening to these podcasts, y'all are a special demographic with discretionary income. Most of y'all. <laughs> and this, this demographic is poised to learn more about them themselves. And so instead of trying to touch every fish in the ocean, I want to create a place where we have ponds and everyone can go to where they, where their, where their flock is. Yeah. Where they're fed. Yeah. It, it, what, what speaks to them, what works for them, where they grow, where they learn, where they have like a, a, a culture um, of their own, a tribe of their own. And so, but I think that starts with creating a, a business or a culture of respectfulness and honesty and transparency and understanding that, you know, we can't do all and be all. So mm. we will have limits. I mean, if you abuse, you can't, you can take any day off. You know, we don't have vacation time. Take what you need. If you abuse it, well, you don't get fired. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is common sense to this thing. Like, right. you know, we are running a business, but you need time off for your baby. Take time off for your baby. Yeah. And whatever capacity that may be, it is create. You know, I ain't bringing dogs to work though because they shed too much, and I ain't trying to step on pee and poop. Sorry, <laughs> but you work a thirty-two hour work week, hmm. and I really do feel like if you give people the opportunity to thrive, more likely they're more likely to pull vibe what you need for your organization, for your company and for your business to grow. And it creates loyalty and it creates almost a bond, if you will. So yeah, like that's, 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 that is why I'm going to create a billion dollar company in the production, in the podcast production space by hey, treating my employees like they matter. Wow. That is what I want to do. No, I think that's, I mean, I know I keep, <laughs> repeating that i think that's deep but it's because it's true i mean everything you've been saying that's interesting to me because and i can't remember the name of the restaurant but there was a gentleman who created a restaurant and he literally went into the restaurant paying all of his employees a livable a livable way like an actual cover your bills full detail wage in that area and so many people were telling him, and I'll have to look it up, and if I find it, I'll put it in the show notes so people can kind of see it for themselves, um, that they were like, this isn't going to work. And everyone who was saying it wasn't going to work, it was restaurateurs, all these people who were looking at their bottom lines. And this this man, he basically took money from himself, and he was like, well, instead of me being able to buy this many of these, I can still buy this, but now everyone else can now live comfortably. And it's so interesting to me that we have in this um, pandemic or pandemonium or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it, we have had companies have record sales, record profits, record, record revenue, and still let people go. And you're watching these companies have people who are at the top making more money, letting people who are at the bottom go, and then getting mad when other people don't want to take the jobs, other people are just leaving and saying, we can't find people. We can't find people who want to take these jobs. And it's like, well, part of the problem that you're realizing is at some point, whether it's 
all this stuff with digital currency like Bitcoin and all that, whether it's what happened with GameStop a while ago where people learned to game that system, pun intended, and people made a ton of money off of it. They did it with AMC. They, people are finding different ways to do this, and it's not necessarily always about money. People are finding other ways to live out here. And the thing is these companies have to figure out for the people who still want to work and do this type of style of life, you have to bend somewhere or it's going to break. It's really going to break. And, and when it does, the bottom's going to fall out. And that's cool as long as your ivory tower isn't in the crosshairs. Now, I don't mean that as a threat. I'm just being, you know, I'm just being observant of the situation. And I, I love your idea because I think the thing that you said that stood out to me was when you treat your associates that way, they're going to give back. And it's, it's easy. I watch people give back to companies who treat them like crap. Exactly. Because, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It's conspiracy theory. That's what we should probably name this. Because um, in the United States, and this is my theory, biased, unresearched, just reading and listening to random stuff. So, school days. Mm-hmm. The no, length yeah. of time of school day. So I had to go do, I, I, it was probably a TikTok or something. So I had to go look it up. And it was true that they elongated school days to match uh, working hours at operate or like at a factories. So people would be used to that. Yeah. So that you've always would be on this same schedule. It was all about those manufacturing jobs and wanting people to be able to be there for that length of time, that length and breadth of time. Yeah. And um and always kind of be on schedule. And so I think that strips the soul from us. Yeah. I think that that is why you do have like this rigidity. And I think that if we treated all of our associates like equals. It wouldn't allow for the elitist, the elite to remain elite. That's that's what it is. It's probably the biggest fear. I don't want you having what I have. Yeah. And I and I want my you know this generation of wealth. I'm gonna say and and there is money out there. Mm-hmm. We are at the bottom of the pecking order. Like, nah, not out. I I have to change it or die trying. And the thing is, I you know, I if you know me, you if you know me, you know I mean what I'm saying. Yeah, there's nothing about this that you're saying in jest. Not no, not no. hyperbole. Not that no. I I believe no, because see, I, I have no problem saying when I don't know a thing and getting somebody who do know the thing to do the thing. I got, and I have no problem influencing folks to want to do a thing. What I think I'm learning, what I've been training for over the last 20 years of my corporate career is for this. It's for allowing space for creativity. It's understanding and seeing people's strengths and developing them. It's understanding the business acumen that I need to understand at a deeper level and an actual level as opposed to the textbook level, which I understand it. Mm. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that that this is going to work, that over the next three years, it'll be growth after growth after growth. And I think that I'll pick up momentum and then we'll be able to start hiring people and taking care of them. So as we bring people on, it will be the full package from the beginning. 
you know, um, and, and being fair. Yeah. And and I, I I I want people to go. You can do this too. Yeah. You're not gonna do it as good as me. No, I'm joking. Hey, but no, you can do it stuff. too. You and and none of all this information is out here. Like I can't even count how many books. I've been reading and pouring through and listening to and guides and I cannot even tell you. Um, talk about successful podcasts. The definition of successful is different because you know, right now is it twelve percent? Mm-hmm. Our podcast is in the top twelve percent of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all barely heard of us. That's it's, crazy. And the thing is, the reason why because the numbers don't lie. Um. It's because there's so many podcasts and, you know, everyone hears about the famous ones, but the, the family that's cultivated and created like y'all are our family, the family that's cultivated and created these little pockets of families, these ponds or whatever it is that I'll come up with. It, it, it creates, um, consistency. It creates, routine it we you all are a part of our lives like we are a part of yours y'all's yours <laughs> Yar. matey so like all that to say it, it is everyone's trying to get the big fruit everyone wants to go get beyonce and him and respect on respect on i'm cool y'all go deep sea fishing i'm gonna go get my people who are just like me I'm going to talk to us that we overheard. I'm going to say down here, we're over here. We're the neglected. We're the forgotten. We're the women that are in military, but no one will talk about it. We're the black women who are, have been in the military all our lives mm. and our hair. Let our hair, our bodies, the poor coach can't wear pants. I was about to say. The poor co- she can't wear pants. She's just like the teacher. A couple years ago, she, that teacher, people were mad because she was built the way she was. Like, like so she's not supposed to? I read a comment that said, what's she supposed to do? Leave her ass at home? Right. Like, so Miss Green with the flat can wear it. But. Oh, oh, and for context, guys, there's a coach here that I don't even know what, what team it was. She coaches basketball at, um, oh at, at a university here. Yeah. And she has a beautiful figure because she's an athlete. And uh, she had on heels these tight pink pants. Well, no, this fitted pink pants. Yeah, they a, weren't even tight. They weren't tight. They're she, fitted pink pants just... and this white shirt, a sweater, and she looked amazing. She looked amazing. Like I, I, I ain't even into women. I looked at her like, yeah, go do it, girl. Go on and do it. She, she made. I want to call Miss Pac Man, but I don't know why. Like she just. Yeah. Anyway. I get you. She got pictures and, you know, everybody's on the uproar. She wearing pants. She's wearing pants, fully clothed. Her whole body is covered. No cleavage showing, no, no, uh, whale tail. That's my underwear. None of that showing. I want a space where a beautiful woman can talk to another beautiful woman about some of the ridiculousness they experience and mm. how they can get over that together. Mm. What we can do to support each other. I want black men who have mothers that are terrible mm. 
in a culture where our mothers are Madonna and cannot do any <laughs> wrong. Madonna, for those who don't know, is another name for Mary, not the singer. <laughs> Generational. But I'm just saying. So yeah. they're not. Can we have a space for black men who had toxic women in their lives and talk about it? Can we be real about it? Let them be honest about it and have a space to, to delve into that. Can we talk about how grandma and them ignored granddaddy touching on the girl's butts? Yeah. Can we have a conversation about how I am middle-class? I have never lived in an uh, impoverished area and I like things that may not be typically considered quote unquote black enough. Can we talk about my experience? While I can see and and see people and 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 grow in any atmosphere and that's looked down on, can we talk about the experience of a light skinned girl who with long pretty hair who gets beat up because she's light skinned with long pretty hair? Can we talk about the brown skinned girl who gets teased because she's brown skinned? Like we have all of these experiences. Can we talk about the homophobic family? And we have a transgender teen growing up in that environment. Yeah. Um, or you go to church every day and you're made to feel like you don't belong and you're going to hell. And you can't control that you have feelings for someone that of the same sex, but you also think you're going to hell. Because you have a religion that has told you over and over again that you're going to hell. Or it makes you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Let's, hmm. let's find a space for us. And I'm not all those things, but because I feel like we're all one, I'm saying these are the experiences people have. And let's go find these ponds and let them lean on each other and talk to each other. And let's create a a family or a culture of an organization or company that allows us to be a pond in itself. That allows the person that is here and there, we can work together and talk about, okay, let's talk about my pond. So this is what's going on in the people in my pond. Because then you find out you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Then you find out you're not the only person that had this experience. And maybe it's a great experience. Like, I just want to be around people who are happy all the time. Because dang on, I'm happy all the time. You know, I had a great mom and dad. And I love my wife. And I love my family. And I want to be around people who want to be glad about that. it's okay for me to feel that way. There's a space right there for you. We got you. We got you there, too. Yeah, so it, it is, it's one of those things where you say that and that is what I feel like I want to, cre- that is what I'm going to create. And it may take me 20 years. It may take me five. It may take me a month. I don't know. Hey. I, I don't know, but I do know, I know how I'm starting. I know, I, I, I have a plan. I have a whole entire concept. I have a it's just it's it's gonna be one step at a time so that I don't run before I walk. But once it's working, I'm gonna need y'all to go check out wandery dot com. W o n d e r y. Oh, wandery dot com. They are. I am not. They are not sponsoring me. They are not. Just go check out their stuff. Go check out their financials. I mean specifically. Go check that out. And they are catering to a whole different demographic. Hmm. It's funny. 
Uh, it's funny you said that. Like, so, you know, you talked about the ponds, and I have no clue how long this has gone on. I'm sure this episode may be one of the longest episodes we've ever had. Um, but it's it's interesting. There's a um, <clears throat> there's a rapper who retired but didn't really retire, went to go do Twitch, but then came back, named Logic. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's uh, I'm just going to say he's a mixed rapper um, who has never, he never really got radio play, but he's went platinum. He talks about it on his albums. He says on one uh, song, he says, in my first week, so more I more albums than Harry Styles and Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. So most people know immediately when I say Katy Perry, who she is. Harry Styles is one of the singers who was in One Direction, who was that big group years ago. Um, so for this guy to never be on the radio, and we know Katy Perry's on the radio. We know One Direction was on the radio. Didn't matter whether you liked him or not. You knew some song of theirs. This guy to sell more albums than them. And for most people, even for people who would call themselves like hip hop heads, wouldn't know who this guy is. He still went platinum. I don't have no. What was his name again? Logic. L O G I C. I think I've heard of the name before. Was he on One on Six and Park? Uh, I don't think. Well, he's he's a uh, he's about. I think he's about uh, in. I'd say he's about my age range, maybe a little older. Okay. So I don't know. I think by the time he was like prevalent, he was never like I said. But he wasn't even like that type of person who would be on TV. Um, Charlemagne, the guy, the guy from uh, yeah. Breakfast Club, kind of talked about him and was like, "I don't really rock with Logic." But that's the interesting part: is the Breakfast Club is a show that is syndicated all over, and it's pretty big. Charlemagne has careers on Comedy Central and all these other places because of his notoriety from the show. I'm not taking anything away from it, he says he doesn't like Logic. Well, it doesn't really matter because Logic found his pond. His pond. Covered him enough to where I'm not even saying a million people bought it, but a million albums were sold. Regardless of how that worked, a million was still done. So Katy Perry could be on your TV, your phone, your this, your that commercial, everything, Harry Styles, same way. And still people were like, no, we're good. We're good. We don't have to fall in line with what you're doing. We're good over here. And I think that's very similar to what you said. I think that's amazing. That's it. That is it. It is it. That's it. Everyone. We everyone wants to eat all the fruit. Like we want to want to boil the whole ocean. We want all the fish in the ocean. Yo, there's a whole place here being neglected. Let's yeah. go to the neglected place. Let's go give the people the voices. Let's give black police officers a voice. I mean, oh my God, that would be amazing just to hear them be able to tell you how it feels to have that that duality again of being a black male or woman a man or woman male or female however i'm supposed to say it my apologies to anyone who would be upset and then also being a police officer and trying to deal with those dual sides some of them have dealt with immense racism and even in that moment imagine going to your job and other people who work with you other officers are doing racist things right in front of you and then you go out and then you go to do your job and then the people who you swear to protect also view you just as bad as those people and they have no clue what you deal with on a daily basis. That immediately struck me. I was like, wow, I never would have even, you know, especially younger, would have never even thought of the amount of pressure that is because you want to do the right thing. But then you're, and I'm not saying that being a cop is the bad thing, but you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you balance that? How do you balance those two things? Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 So I, I just want them to be able to talk to each other. Yeah. It, it, there's so much. There's so many places and things. And 
I don't know. I, what can we do to help each other? What can we do yeah. to, to lean on each other? What can we do to you know learn from each other? And the thing that's the craziest piece that makes the least amount of sense for listeners, all you have to do is listen. Yeah. Like we, you know, you don't have to buy a thing. No. You ain't got to click on a link. I mean, maybe if you. you I mean, know. like we would like you to. Yeah. But I'm saying you don't have to. It's just listening. Listening to the people that you want to listen to saying the things that you want to hear. That is all I ask. Like, hey, as a, as a listener, let me know what you want to hear. Tell me what you want to hear. Yeah. If you want to hear the growls of your pregnant sister-in-law, do so. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you know, um, trying to think of any other other weird things we've had. But uh, well, and even then, me saying that they're weird, like that's the thing is it's it's so interesting that you can have these pockets. Not to mention how how a lot of those things will interact because you can meet someone. We've had conversations with people on other things that we've done. You know, a little hint hint where we've talked to people who don't come from the same type of place we come from at all, and we've found so many similarities. Mm-hmm. And you will find that somebody who you thought may be so, so different from you, you may have way more similarities than you realize in your day-to-day. Like you said about the idea of not wanting to go to work. I am sure that even you know people who have so much money are like, I really don't want to. Or somebody who's famous. We see it all the time. Somebody famous to have to be on all day. To be on all the time. Martin Lawrence is a perfect example. We all, everyone in our community in particular knows the Mar- knows the show Martin. That show has been off the air for a long time. And still episodes can come on and people laugh like it just came, like it just came out. But if you, there was an interview he did where him and Will Smith were together. And they're doing this interview. And you would think by watching the show and watching him in movies, Big Mom says, you would think he's on. But he's not. He's so reserved. When he's in that place, he's just like this. He's just, he's listening. He's watching people. He's not even busting out laughing like he does on the show. Like, you would think that's him. And it's just to see that energy be so different for him, where when you see Will Smith in those interviews a lot of times, he, he has that same bombastic character and it's not necessarily you know that one's good or bad but it's just so interesting to be like there may be this place where you kind of find that you may love to crochet but you also may love punk rock music and that those two things you might find a place where you might find somebody who has those similarities and allows you to kind of like you said dip your toe in this pond dip your toe over here and even find something new so mm-hmm. you know i think it's a great idea I, since I've known you, um, I've heard you and seen you do a lot of things you say you were going to do. I've seen things succeed. I've seen things fail. But the beauty is I've never seen you quit. So I'm proud of you. Um, hey, I'm glad that you say I was able to be here for <laughs> real. I, I think that's dope. So, you know. I know when I ask somebody, could you please move this bridge? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I might be like, you know what? No, nah, it's cool. It depends how much we talk. <laughs> you know they might move it at that point. That's funny. That uh, that, it, that is it seems unimaginable. Yeah, it seems unimaginable. But like, it, it, what seems unimaginable to us? I mean, he, a billion. We can't fathom a billion. No, we're we, we're not capable of fathoming no. having that that. He's hundreds of billions, right? Yeah. So like he's stinking rich, like funky, like so foul. That wasn't anything. Yeah, that was nothing. And I bet, I, I'm willing to bet, 
somehow he gets to write it off. Yeah. I'm willing to bet somehow he finds a way to write off this billion dollar boat. Because what it is, big ass boat. Yeah. And that as an expense. So it's probably not even his name. It's probably under Amazon. Like or or, or another company. You know how it goes. Yeah. So, Shell, yeah. Yeah. So my whole point in is it seems unfathomable until like you're like, hey neighbor, I'll pay to have that tree removed so it doesn't damage my house. Like you're gonna pay to do that? That's that like no, nah, I got it, we can take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be like, oh yeah, oh, they got false water. <laughs> you sell it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, but it it, it for so for him, I'm sure there yeah. were some tax benefits. I, that was not done without thought. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm quite sure it, it rebuilt it, made it better. Went to the town and listen, y'all got that little weak ass bridge. Let me come do. We gonna take his down and let my boat through. And then I's gonna get you some right. Look, Tyrone got something that can, that's new. <laughs> right, right. Mm, how you gonna say? And I'm I'm paying for the whole thing. How you say no to that? Yeah. How did how you tell me that I can get a whole brand new bridge tomorrow? You just got to knock it down so I can get past. Yeah, you yeah, might. You, yeah. I, what else do you need to knock down? Right. <laughs> you need my crib real quick? You right. Still, I know where you were going, <laughs> but I went ahead and tried to get us back to the clean spot. Yeah. I know what you meant. What else do you need to knock down? <laughs> not basils for me, but <laughs> not the base. Hey. I have a, I have a type. If basils was dipped in charcoal, then it'd probably be like, it's, that's so you might be the one for me. We want to say thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, as we said before, the actual episode that you all were supposed to hear is not finished yet. Uh, but like all good things, you know, things take time. And uh, you are almost guaranteed to be back at your regularly scheduled version of Pick Truth. And if not, you'll get some more of this. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, uh, I think I, I caught the clue there. Uh, thank you for li- listening. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. 